What did you guys? It's the Connection Podcast. Welcome, everybody. Happy Easter. Happy it is Easter, Easter Sunday on the, the day that we're recording this. When you hear it, it will be Easter for us in present day. Right. But for future you. Happy resurrection <coughs> later on week, month, whatever this is for you. So, hey, you know what? Every day is resurrection that we wake Amen. up. Amen. Yes, we got a special <laughs> guest with us today. Matt, you hear that weather voice? Yeah, Matt Ocheta. This is the second time I'm already part of the home. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Legit, Matt Ocheta is back with us. So, funny story, quick little plug from last time. I had mentioned uh, just on a whim, I was like, oh, this is Matt Ocheta from Hillsong College, right? <laughs> Yeah. And I had I just spoke that and didn't even mean to. And then yeah. lo and behold, Matt has now applied and is going to Hillsong College. So Yes, sir. Amen. So we'll see where where God uh takes me with that. But yeah, it's yeah. gonna be fun. So today we we've been talking for a little bit already. We just kinda came from church, went and got some some brunch and stuff, hung out for a little bit. We're just talking about um a few different things here. But for this episode we wanted to talk about um, a subject that's been on my heart recently, on both of our, all of our hearts recently, um, is about hearing God's voice and mm. how do we know what God's voice sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a whole lot of notes for this. There's like one scripture that we're kind of kind of use uh, as a main kind of point. We'll get to that later, but this is just going to really be an open discussion because I don't think there's a clear answer. Yeah, uh, because this is one of those things. It's like. What have you experienced? What have you felt? Exactly. You know. Well, and here's just right off the back. One of the things I've learned is that God speaks in many different ways. Mm-hmm. Like God's voice is not distinct. Always just like a, a voice that is within your heart, kind of like kind of thing. Like God's voice is different for every season you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's a, a key thing that you know could be helpful for someone right now to just say, "Man, I was in prayer and I heard God's voice all the time, and now I don't hear it." Right. That's yeah. my that's my situation. I was during a 21 day fast, like hearing God's voice very clearly, not audible, exactly. yeah. not audible. Yeah. It was not like an out loud voice that was talking to me, but it was a, ve- it was a very just like quiet, still inner voice that I, I felt like really had a strong conviction that it was God speaking to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now in this season of my life, I don't hear that. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm praying, I don't get that same kind of yeah. strong and then conviction. I was doing that 21 day fast with you and I didn't hear it God's the voice. Opposite. <laughs> I didn't hear God's voice at all. And I'm just like, Yo, it's ending towards the end of the fast. You know, I'm like really busy with work and stuff. Yeah. And as I'm there sitting, you know, because what I was doing at the time, you know, being like basically a production assistant. And I'm sitting up there and all of a sudden I'm sitting up in like the catwalk. I got my little headset on and I'm just kind of like basically, you know, running the show from up there because I just wanted to view everything. Right. And um, as I'm sitting there, all of a sudden I just I hear God say like, hmm. Don't you see what 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 I'm what I'm teaching you? I'm not necessarily here to like speak to you, speak to you, but the way I'm going to speak to you is by teaching you. Right. Yeah. And right. like I want you to know that even though you thought I wasn't talking to you, the whole entire time you were learning of of things <laughs> yeah. and and look at the place you're you're now in charge of the show. You're now the the person that's calling the shots on the show and and you think that I wasn't speaking to you? Do you yeah. think that this isn't me? I'm like, okay, God, all right, I'll back up. Yeah. yeah. I just, I thought you spoke to me like you spoke to Noah. You know? <laughs> well, and what's funny too is that we like we've switched in this season. Yeah, we really I have. Re- I feel like because like even today at church, you're like, man, God gave me a word. Oh man. And I'm just like, I haven't heard his voice in a little bit. Like yeah. every now and then I'll hear it, but it's like it's not the same as it used to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas God has now told me to do the work, right? Yeah. To yeah. as a future pastor, like writing the sermons and making content and that kind of stuff. 
And that's how it is. That's how it was with Israel. Like there was seasons mm. where he was very, he was, <laughs> he was very always vocalizing his yeah. or expressing himself through a prophet or anything or mm-hmm, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were seasons where it said where the the word of of the Lord wasn't was very scarce at the at the time, mm-hmm. and it all it was just different seasons for Israel. So that's how we we go through different seasons too, where God is sometimes very active and. And speaking to us in in the way we th- I mean I always think he's speaking to us yeah. but like yeah I said he's always speaking ways. yeah it's in different ways all the time it's not always the same way and that that's an adventure that's amazing to know that it's not it's always, never the same in yeah one season to the next it's really not it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a blessing I had a conviction the other night because uh, I was kind of like I was kind of being a brat and kind of complaining <laughs> to God and be like God like I just don't I'm, I'm not feeling this anymore God like I don't hear your voice as much as I used to and. Like, God, why aren't you speaking so much? And God, in just in that moment, I felt God speak to me. And we'll, we need to discuss of like what we say, what, what we mean when we say God spoke to me. Well, yeah. in a second. But in that moment where I was like letting it all out to God, he was like, I'm always speaking. Yeah. Are you always listening? Mm. Mm. I was just like, okay, <laughs> thanks. And you, just, you, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say like that just hit me like a ton of bricks and like yeah. like what Matt said, like God is always speaking. It's just, are you listening and yeah. actively like looking for what he's trying to tell mm-hmm. you? Yeah. I think it's so important too to know, you know, the difference between listening and, and, and speaking. Mm, right. Because right. sometimes in a, in a certain season, yeah, we're, right now we're specifically talking about God speaking. Yeah. But sometimes God doesn't want to speak to you. He just wants you to listen. Mm-hmm. And I know this sounds crazy, but sometimes he just wants you to listen to his silence. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because like, if it's one thing I know, is silence is loud. It really yeah. is. How like one of the best ways to get control of a room, if you're like a professor, is silence. You just stand up there and say nothing and yeah. just wait. That will get the attention of a room greater than any loud shout will ever do. Yeah. Well, and even in when you like, for example, say you with, you know your girl or your boy or your husband or your wife and yeah. or just a friend and you guys go through like you know a problem or a situation and what does the other person do and they end up giving you the silent treatment and that's like one of the <laughs> yeah. worst treatments the right because treatment. mm-hmm. you're like dang it's so loud like you're making you're so silent i can hear myself think yeah and that's yeah. when it starts yeah. getting a little scary you're like oh what is what is that person thinking because now I'm trying to think for them. Yeah. Ooh. You know? Oh, that's crazy. And it's yeah. like, oh, man. Yeah. That's why. So so sometimes God is like, God just is like, you know, silently speaking to you, as, as weird as that sounds. Yeah. Yeah, you better charge that. Plug in this phone. Trying to open my Bible app. So, <laughs> so let, let's just discuss a little bit, like, what do we mean when we say, like, we heard God speak to us? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. For me, it's... How do you describe it? Dude, it's in a lot of different ways, mm-hmm. but it's usually always backed up with scripture. Mm-hmm. That's how I know uh, it's him. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's biblical, it's him. Yeah. And there's some times where I've been... I just had a thought, and out of nowhere, a, a Bible scripture just pops mm-hmm. up. Yep. 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 Kinda, it's kind of like good him sign. answering me mm-hmm. with the Bible, and mm-hmm. I was like, well... There you go. Mm-hmm. Also, I've had times where I've I've felt uh, I wasn't even necessarily looking, 
to hear him out. Ah, and I just, yeah. I've had like an impression of him speaking to me. Yeah. And are you guys, what, you guys want to hear like a little story? Or yeah, go ahead, man. Go for it. For, uh, this was really cool. Um, there was a point in my life I was going through this really tough breakup um, a few years ago. And I was feeling really down on myself. And uh, I remember just feeling kind of worthless in a sense. Mm-hmm. And... He just told me you're he I was at church at Hillsong and I was upstairs in the balcony and just by myself just soaking in the worship and everything and and I just remember hearing you're you're my gift. Mm. And Oof, and it was so clear and I yeah. wasn't even looking for it and he just said you're my gift. Hmm. And the crazy part about it is like a week later I got the cur- like I got curious about the meaning of my name, mm-hmm. and I looked up the meaning <laughs> of my name go. Matthew, Ooh. and it said God's gift. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. "What? This yeah. is crazy!" Like, yeah. Again, scripture. Like I mean, yeah. that's not really scripture, but you know, it's you know. And and I was gonna say today I experienced that. Um, yeah. Recently, you know, Noah just said it. You know, in like the begin in January of this year. We did a 21 day fast and God was talking to him like nobody's yeah. business, man. I was like, dang, I, I didn't know I was you was getting that, a lot of downloads. I was like, I didn't know you was that tight with God. Like, <laughs> like, and I'm over here like far distant away. I can't hear his voice. I'm like, oh my goodness. But anyways, to, so it's kind of like roles are reverse right now, you know? And recently I've been hearing God more, but like, I got to say the one time, the one time like today, that every time I hear God's voice, it's always, for me at least, I don't know, maybe you might have the same experience when he when God told you you're my gift, but like, I know it wasn't my voice that said it. Yeah, right. I know it wasn't That's, my voice. Like, when mm-hmm. you, like, so everybody, like, wherever you're at, sit there and think of the word God, okay? Think of the word God. Now say it out loud, but don't open your mouth. Mm-hmm. Did you say it? Yeah. That's yeah, my you voice. said it, right? That's my, That's voice. my yeah. voice. That's yeah. your voice. That's how it yeah. sounds. But it, that wasn't my voice when it spoke to me right. today. Yeah. It was, I don't know. It just. You can't describe it. It I, is outrageous. Well, actually, it, now I think about it. It sounds, our own voice sounds very loud in our head. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. When God has spoken to uh-huh. me, it's very like a whisper. It's a whisper. Like, a it's whisper, very like, quiet. Yep. Yeah. You only, it's, <laughs> that's why you only get like the word of what he's saying, but you don't hear the voice. Right. Yeah. You know, it's so weird. But like, yep. and he, he has, he never, when every time that he spoke, speaks to me, he has never oh, said more than like. More than like ten words. Right. It's never yeah. he, because God doesn't waste words. No. He doesn't. When he created no. the whole world, he, he's not going. Uh, um, he's like, and, well, uh, and let's uh, put some animals over here, and, and let's uh, do this. He, no, he said, let there be light. Exactly. Boom. Concise to the point. Right. Like you don't need to say anything else. Exactly. And, and it's just done. Like God, God doesn't say anything without purpose or void, and I think that's why. Like I'm the same way. Like when I when I hear God speaking to me, it's very concise sentences. Like, it's not like a full like paragraph long sentence yeah. it's like like you're saying like five six seven how, words yeah nothing much yeah sometimes it's a question too mm-hmm. sometimes for me it's, it's always a question like one of the big ones recently is god has been saying do you trust me mm. Mm. right and all this is how all this has like a, an implication of just like <sighs> that's another thing with, with how god speaks is that he'll ask you something and it'll convict you. Like, it convicts me to for God to ask me, like, do you trust me? Yeah. And, or to to say something like, 
like what Matt said, I had a similar experience where there's one night I was just like, I don't know what I was going through, but I just heard God say, he's like, he's like, Noah, I love you. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I still love you. Like you're yeah. still my child, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, I, so <laughs> real quick, because you guys are talking about like, it's a quiet voice, right? And I've, mm -hmm. I've experienced the same thing. Yeah. And real quick, before I get into this uh, Bible story, all of this like takes discernment. Mm -hmm. This is not just something that happens overnight. Like it's, it, you have to constantly ask constantly for it, ask for it, talk yeah. with God, leave room for him to speak, mm -hmm. not just pour out everything you want from him, but to wow. say, God, like, you know, here's what I'm going through yeah. and then just let it sit. Yeah. Let it sit. You may not hear anything for a while, but like when you continue, like that's how I know your voice is different from Matt's voice. Yeah. Because we have a conversation. I know what your voice sounds like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've heard you speak before. I know what Matt's voice sounds like versus my parents, yeah. you know? Yeah. Voices might sound similar, but then that's where I start to say, that's when the question comes, well, whose voice is this? Mm -hmm. yeah. Who am I really hearing? But um, diving into to the Bible real quick, um, I actually just looked this up the other night. In First Kings, it, this story of you guys mentioned like it, when God speaks, it's a whisper. It's mm -hmm. it's always like it's never a loud shouting voice. It's always like a kind of whisper thing. Yeah. And in First Kings chapter nineteen, uh, Elisha, um, it has this experience on a mountaintop with with God, and it says, "And the word of the Lord came to him: What are you doing here, Elijah?" Mm. Which I love that part because that can because yes. God can sometimes come to us and be like. What are you doing here in mm. this place? Why are you downcast? Why are you why are you acting like this? Yeah. Um, and Elijah replies, like, I've been very zealous for the Lord, God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, and put your prophets to death with the sword. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. And the Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Real quick. <laughs> I saw this the other night. The word pass by, he was about to pass by. Jesus was also about to pass by his disciples on the lake. Mm. Bro, bro. <laughs> this, is, this is what it says, is that Jesus was about to pass them by, but Peter saw him, the, the disciples saw him, right? Here's what happens when the Bible says that, G, that the Lord or God was about to pass them by, meaning that there was about to be a revelation of who he was. There was about to be a revelation mm. happen, and if you don't look for it, if you don't, if you're not paying attention, oh, you'll wow. miss it. Yeah. Hey, why are you preaching? All right. <laughs> right. So the same thing with the, with Jesus and the disciples. Right. He was about to show them what faith can do in your life. Yeah. You can walk on water. Yeah. yeah. Right. He was about to show them a whole new level of faith. God in this moment. Um. Is, is about to reveal something to Elijah here. His voice, what his voice sounds like. Yeah. And it says, Then a great and powerful wind tore through the mountains. Uh, verse 11. Then a great and powerful wind tore, through the, tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after mm -hmm. the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth at the mouth of the cave. Then a voice said to him, "What are you doing here, Elijah?" Mm -hmm. Right. So that that's the that's the whole thing. Like what we're talking about. Like God, it's all these things. 
And, and it says that the word of the Lord came to him and said, or the Lord said, go stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord. For I'm about to show you something about me, about my character. I'm about to reveal something to you, which yeah. is how I speak. I am not coming in the earthquake. I'm not coming in the fire. I'm not coming in the wind. I'm not coming in any of these things. I'm coming in a gentle whisper, right? Wow. Hmm. And it's in that moment that he realized, and again, God just asked him the same question. What are you doing here? But we were talking about this a little bit earlier and the whole idea of, well, in order for Elijah to even hear this voice, meaning if it's a gentle whisper, how is someone going to be able to hear you mm. when you're close to them? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? This is why it says, go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord. Mm. Yeah. The presence of the Lord does not mean you won't have any other thing around you. The presence of the Lord does not mean you won't have all these other distractions around you. But being in the presence of the Lord means that you're able to hear his voice amidst the all, everything else going on around you. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, man, you just laid it out. You just laid it down, man. But that's that, the main point that, you know, what we're trying to say in this is that God speaks in gentle whispers. Yeah. I've never had once where it's where I was in prayer and God was like, hey, you should do this. Yeah. No, it's not. It's usually like, it's very concise. It's very quiet. It's very, it's very direct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very, very direct. So. What was, what was the other one I was, I was thinking of too? Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. Man. So again, that was in 1 Kings 19. You can go read that story for yourself. It's, it's a great story. What were you going to say, man? Um, <laughs> I, dude, I... I'm just reading this and I'm trying to, I just, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, it's just, so God, like, cause he, he made, I don't even know where I'm going to go with this, but it's just crazy. Cause he, he speaks softly and he speaks in a whisper, mm -hmm. right. but the way he acts, it's loud. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is and very true. Yeah. That's... Cause like the winds, the <laughs> right. earthquake, that was all caused by him. Very loud things. Yeah. Oh, but that was his mm -hmm. action. Mm -hmm. like, that, that was just... him causing like, and that's the thing. Like when God like speaks to us, <laughs> it's in a place of, of secrecy. Mm -hmm. It's in a place of, mm -hmm. of just you and them intimacy. Oh, so like, but goodness. what he's going to do and show other people in your life, what he told you in secrecy mm -hmm. He's going to make it come to pass and it's going to speak loud. So that's why sometimes it's not even up to us to even tell people what our dreams. Yeah. And to even tell, that you know, is like, very important. because, because God's going to speak to us and it's, it, and it's going to be like, okay, God, like I trust you in this. And then like when the moment is come to be revealed, God is going to be like, yeah, this is, your life is going to speak for itself. Yes. And you don't even have yeah. to say, yeah. you don't have to say nothing, nothing to people. Nothing. And I, it's just crazy, man. Cause he Elijah, like he was battling, you know, he was battling these people, like you know uh, Jezebel, and mm -hmm. and and he was everything God was doing was loud, was like yeah. fire from the sky, yeah. like you know. But it's just crazy to me that Elijah, you know, cause the other part of the story is Elijah being scared of something that he's already fought before, yeah, and, exactly right. yeah, and exactly he already right. had victory yeah. over. And it was, I guess it's just, it's different from 
living a life of of seeing God work and living a life of communicate communication with God. Right. Mm. And like sometimes mm. we get so caught up in like the works of God and living out the works of God that we forget the communication <laughs> part. And then like yeah. since we're not communicated with Him, we tend to like when something so simple as something that you already have victory over like you, f- you forget huh. what god has said and god has to come back and you know remind you you know i, I don't know like oh uh, you know what this reminds me of the young prophet who comes to i think it's elijah forgive me i don't know where this is at in the bible i just know the the story of it the young prophet comes to the old king and says take the bow in your hand take the arrows and shoot the lord's arrow of victory over aram Okay. What you're talking about, this idea of, of action and stuff, like it's the Lord's arrow, it's the Lord's victory, but it's up to us to take the action to shoot the bow, right? Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to connect my train of thought here, but yeah. for some reason you're just reminding me of that, like that, that, <sighs> The, the the old king was given an instruction but it was up to the the it was up to him then to take action on it too yeah the young prophet did not shoot the arrow for him god will not god will give you a word and then let you do it yeah, yeah. god will give you a word and tell you what to do but it's up to you to shoot that arrow mm-hmm. to shoot your arrow victory shoot over your, your enemies the victory it it was already de- determined the outcome yeah. was already determined right yeah but it's up to us to initiate the action and to, to go off of that. Okay, yeah. so for, I don't know why this thought came in my mind right now. But I did this thing. So first and foremost, if y'all don't know, my name is Ezekiel, right? Yeah. It's Ezekiel, but everybody calls me easy. Easier to say. Um, but the reason why I'm saying, saying this, what my name is, is because I thought one day it would be great to listen to the whole entire book of Ezekiel. Hmm. So whether I was in my car, whether I was sleeping or, you know, you know, going to bed or in the morning when I'm just cooking or something or I'm just chilling, you know, I love listening to sports news and all that stuff. And some, and for that time when I was, when I was listening to Ezekiel, I was like, no, I gotta, I gotta listen to Ezekiel because why else would I be named Ezekiel and not want to know you know what happens in that book right yeah but i never understood why i mean i'm probably realizing it just right now too so let me just get these just flow with it flow with <laughs> this but i never understood why i re- i listened to read the the book of ezekiel and if you ever read it which i recommend you should if you really want to understand how god thinks hmm you should read mm. the book of Ezekiel. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the book of Ezekiel doesn't get mentioned a lot, especially, I mean, the only things that do get mentioned are, for example, like the chariot and the wheel um, or the dry bones. Right. You know, that's like the main stuff that gets mentioned. But I don't, I think that book is in place because that's God's way of kind of revealing to you in a way how his thought process is. Mm. Because... You know, obviously, we'll never know fully exactly how God thinks or why He thinks. I mean, He already thought, so there's no thinking right. for God. Yeah, his thoughts are not. It's already a, He's already thought of. There's no thinking. God no. never has those aha moments. We have those. So you know, I just want to get that cleared. Break, but like, break your brain. Yeah, but yeah. like, 
the whole book of Ezekiel, God is continuously speaking to Ezekiel non-stop. Mm, yeah. The very first verses are, Son of man, get up and eat these scrolls and stuff like that. Like, eat these scrolls. Yeah. like Cuisine of the day. But like, when you read Ezekiel, you, you kind of get to hear God's thought process of, why does why does he say the things that he says and why is he kind of saying it in the way that he's saying it, you know? Yeah. And you and when he speaks to Ezekiel a lot, like Yeah, he's speaking in like full on sentences and paragraphs and stuff, but like it almost feels like like Ezekiel is is uh just kinda this is how I wanna view it, you know. I know God is the ultimate counselor, but it feels like Ezekiel is just like the therapist. And God is just like, I'm going to dump all of this on you, boy. That's a lot to handle, too. Because I want I want to just vent. I want to, to, like, to be upset at what these people are doing. And I want to take you and show you things that no one has ever seen before. Yeah. And, like, just give you on this wild goose chase, man. But, like, I just, I just need to, like, vent to somebody, mm-hmm. you know? Obviously, God doesn't need to. But if, like, you could put it in that kind of a story or, or describe it that way, that's how it's like. You know? Yeah. No, you brought an interesting point, and this is kind of off topic. My bad. So you can. No, you're finish. good. You're good. Um, but you just said that God doesn't need to vent, but He wanted to vent in a sense. Yeah. And that's so powerful because God really doesn't need us, but He wants us for the purpose <laughs> yeah. of relationship. He wants yeah. every single part of us. He exactly. Needs, he needs nothing from us. And from the purpose of relationship, like He wants relationship. And the crazy thing is, like, part of being in a relationship is venting sometimes. Oh and my bro, goodness! That's why I was like, bro, oh. that's just so crazy when you put oh. that into perspective. Because like, I never thought about God actually wanting to vent to us, but like. Like, I mean, he doesn't need to, but it's just he wants to because he it's relationship. Yeah. That's ultimately why yeah. well, we're created. With Job, with Job, oh. he does the same thing with Job where Job is like, God, why did you make all these things happen? Like, I thought you were the God of gods. I thought you were the ones that were provider and all that stuff. Yeah. And God takes him on this like really, really intellectual journey of <laughs> I made this and I made that and I made this and I know all the molecules and everything. I know how mm. life works. You don't. So why are you speaking to me? Oh man, and, and this is and this is part, bro, bro. And this is part of like the whole God speaking, and it's crazy because God speaking is relationship, and and as a matter of fact, I just went through a a, a, a breakup a few weeks ago, mm. and uh, towards the end of the relationship, I felt like I had a lot of things bottled up. Yeah, yeah. And I felt like <laughs> I needed there. to get them out of my chest. Right? Yeah. And in a sense, me and this girl, we still have like this, uh, right now it's hard to say where we're at, but like we're still, I still got love for her and everything. But anyways, I, in a, it wasn't like venting, but I kind of just released stuff yeah. in frustration. Yeah. Sure. And, and it's, it's just relationship. Mm-hmm. It's because I wanted her to like realize how I really felt. Yeah. And like, I don't think the nature of it was bad. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yo, like, I want you to know how I feel. For real, so you could better understand me. And what you were saying is like how God was venting, and sometimes He does that so that we could better understand Him. Yeah, and like that's how we grow in understanding. Because that's how I was with Job. Like Job, like I first thought it was like all like God was just being mad at him. Like no, like at the end of it all, 
his relationship yeah. with God and understanding of who God was was deeper. Yeah. And bro, it's crazy how that. And works. that's why, like, when before you continue, no, I gotta say this, like, um, so when I finished the book of Ezekiel, I said, "Oh my God!" I was like, "God, I didn't know you had ADHD," <laughs> because literally every chapter is it's like different, is yeah. completely different oh, from the wow. next, and you're just like, "Where are you going with this, bro?" Like. <laughs> Why are you... You're just, like, letting it all come out. You're just yeah. word vomiting everything. Yeah. And, and poor Ezekiel is probably just like, what the heck, man? Yeah. <laughs> I was just living my life. Yeah. And now you're taking me on these journeys with you, and I don't even want to go. And I can read that these, book, man. Bro, I'm telling you. Oh, that book sounds amazing. It is, it is something else. Man. Ezekiel is something else. You know why? Because like, And I it's hard like, to understand, too. It is. And you know why? Because I'll be honest with you. I feel like I'm in that... I could be in that place where, like, I'm... It just kind of, in a way, seems like it's unstable. Yeah. Like, an unstable mindset or an unstable, like, emotional state. Like, where you just, like, one day you're like this... And you're the, the next day you're like, nah, I'm gonna start saying this. And <laughs> and it, for me, it's not even that I'm unstable and like I don't know how I feel. It's just that I want people to really better understand me. So like when I'm telling you, usually in a relationship, I'm like, yo, like I'm telling you how I feel. Right. And like, it's just crazy how God like kind of how we act like God sometimes. And sometimes we're like God, like God is acting. We think God is acting weird, but it's not. It's just He's trying to really in the in the for love trying to make us understand him better but it's frustrating sometimes when you have people human people yeah who is we're like very we're not in the same level and understanding with god and it's like maybe that frustrates him in a sense like where he's like he's all-knowing all-powerful and like having to just to deal with us sometimes it's like oh my goodness like don't you get it like and i might be wrong in that but that's that's crazy. That's cool. Here's That's cool. here's another thing with venting. You only vent to people you trust. Yeah. Yeah. So, who's God going to vent to if he needs to? People he People trusts. he can trust. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, yeah. Like, I don't just go and vent to somebody because I don't know if they're going to then go off and tell someone else that... Exactly. All my problems, right? I'm going to go to somebody who I can trust. I think what you're saying is important too, that we can go to God in prayer and give him everything. Yeah. Right? That's, that's, I think we need to learn how to do that better, myself included. Just to go to God and be like, God, like this sucks. I don't feel you right now. Like I'm, I'm not hearing your voice, whatever. And because God will then take that and say, well, thank you. Like I, I can use this. I will. And yeah. it's, it's very releasing. I've done that before. Which just like, God, like, yep. I hate this. Yeah. yeah. And like, in most, in, in I just you know, in most books of the Bible, when God gives like the prophet Samuel or them, you know, commands to go do, you know, it's very simple. Yeah. But with Ezekiel, he goes into detail about it, man. Right. Like he tells him, he tells him like to like grab a clay and like there's like five steps to it. You know, he's so he's so very detail oriented. That's why I'm saying like it feels like God is is venting. Yeah. to him mm. in that way like detail detail by detail by detail like this is what i want you to tell the people but i also want to tell you yeah you know all these details because before usually god would always just say oh you know go tell my people this or go tell king saul right, this right and this is the ultimatum 
you know yeah it's either you do this or you don't do this and if you don't do this this is what happens and if you do mm-hmm. do this this is the what blessings come you know so it's like that whereas like with ezekiel he's just like go grab that clay or go talk to those mountains and and tell them that the sword is coming to them and this and this and that and it's like whoa bro you're uh you're upset <laughs> but is but that's relationships exactly. like exactly. when you're in a relate well like when i'm in a relationship like it, it it runs so much smoother like it and it is in a way frustrating and sometimes hard when you're like like communicating so well yeah that like everything seems like a like like a a moment of of uh you know i can't even think of the word but just basically where you guys are just uh wow i'm just having my bad anyways you're good let me regather my thoughts all right so I'll I'll give you an example. I'll better do that. So, in my last relationship, my bad, I'm using this a lot. That's okay. It was just recent. We use that a lot too. Yeah. So, in my last relationship, we had a lot of uh, communication, like good communication Mm -hmm. and heavy communication because we were like very open at first and it could be, it, it could be heavy, but it was, it was real. When we were like, when that the communication was like that, instead of just like, oh, hey, like very vague. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it just, and like, it's crazy because you were just saying that sometimes in some books, God was like, do this. And because I say so. Yeah. And it's, that's just very vague. And sometimes yeah. it leaves people like, ah, oh, man, like, okay, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. But like in the book, it sounds like in the, I never read the book, I'm but I need to read it. And it sounds like in the book of Ezekiel, he was very detailed. And like he was very like, yo, like I'm mm. feeling this way because of this, right. this, this, and yeah. that. And I think that's healthy because even like in a relationship, like if you're gonna tell me you're mad, okay, like, but go into detail. Tell me like what I did wrong. Exactly. So tell me what I can fix. Like that, so that that's yeah. you yeah. guys form a deeper bond that way. Mm-hmm. When you go into detail and like communicate that way. Yeah. So that, that's how I see like God was just in trying to communicate like that in the book of Ezekiel how how you're well like it. I'll read something right here it's Great. Ezekiel 6 verse 1 he goes the word of the Lord came to me and he said son of man set your face against the mountains of Israel prophesy against them and say you mountains of Israel hear the word of the sovereign Lord this is what the sovereign Lord says to the mountains and hills and to the ravines and valleys I'm about to bring the sword against you and I will destroy your high places your altars will be demolished your incense altars will be smashed your, you, I will slay your people in front of your idols I will lay the dead bodies of the Israelites in front of your of their idols like, <laughs> like bro whoa. you are you are getting like deep into it like <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong but the whole Sodom and Gomorrah right Sodom and Gomorrah story yeah. he was just like they're sinners. I'm going to destroy them. I'm going to destroy it. Yeah. Right? I don't remember him like saying, I'm going to kill the women. I'm going to kill the children. I'm going to kill the <laughs> he idolatry. Didn't, he didn't go into detail about no, it. No. And with, with, that's what I'm saying with Ezekiel. It's like, you're getting real specific, like, God. He's like, venting his frustration. Yeah. He was he was trying to hurt he was trying to hurt somebody's feelings, man. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't care. Like, he was, Damn God. He was thinking reckless. No, hey, but God never speaks He's like, reckless. I'm so but... mad at them, I don't even want to talk to them. You tell them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But here here's the thing with all of this, right? Like this topic that we're talking about. Yeah. How do we hear God's voice? Through communication like this. Yeah. Like it, that's what it really comes down to. Like there's no easier way to say it than like you have to communicate with God. You have to be you in prayer with to. him. You yeah. To know his voice, to know anybody's voice, you have to talk to that person. Yeah. 
you can't expect to know what someone's voice sounds like if you never talk to them. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so yep. that's that's like just my best way of, of summing that up of how like how do I know it's God's voice? Well, mm-hmm. You yeah. recognize it. Mm-hmm. Um, here, so shift gears a little bit. Here's a paradox for you, Here right? Hit them up. So Hold up. can I, I go for add it, something real quick? Go for it. Absolutely. Right. So with the whole prayer. And you have to spend time in his presence, and I'm a firm believer of that. But obviously, and I, just to add it, just in case, because you didn't say it, but uh-huh. I know you were saying it, you're going to say it, is read scripture. Yes. And then whatever, when too. you hear his voice, the scripture will align with it. Exactly. And then that's exactly. how, it's actually, God's, a lot of hearing God's voice is through scripture. So, like, by reading it, like, he will speak to you a lot through that, right. too. Yeah. Um, and... And yeah, so just just a quick little add, and and just both of those prayer harmonizes with scripture, and then yeah. um, just God's presence in prayer. Like the more you, mm. the more the more you act, uh, or the more you spend time with somebody, it's like that with everybody. The more you tend to pick up in their habits and their right. tendencies, exactly. and like you exactly. can start acting and talking like yeah. that. Yeah. That's how it is with with in God's presence. Like you'll start like even acting like Him, flowing like yeah. Him, and just like do spending getting, a lot of time getting more Christ-like, getting, exactly. his, getting His character embedded in you. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Thank you for adding that because that's that's very very important because God will speak something to you that the Holy Scripture or the Holy Scripture. It is it is a Holy, Holy Scripture, scripture. <laughs> combining things. The Holy Spirit. That's one of the ways he communicates with us is through reminding us of scripture, yeah. mm-hmm. of planting something. That, and it's just the right scripture that you need. And that's God's way of, of whatever you're praying about, speaking to you, speaking to you on that thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so hit him up with that paradox. Yeah. Right? So this is interesting. I thought about this the other night because uh, I've, I've been going through this. Right. We Matt and I went out with some friends after a good Friday service. And I had this long discussion oh, with some friends okay, about. Okay. About like, you know, <laughs> was that really God that told me a certain set of things during this fast? And I, I believe I've heard God tell me certain things. I'm not going to tell you what they are because it doesn't matter because God speaks to you for whatever you need. Mm-hmm. But I, I really had this conviction that God had told me something. And, you know, we just got into a conversation and it was a discussion back and forth. And just about like, well, I don't think that was God telling you that. I think that was your subconscious. Yeah. Right, and I was like, okay, but I've seen things happen after that, you know. So this whole kind of thing, this paradox happened uh, just the other night too. So the I saw an Instagram post that said, if God didn't open it, it wasn't your door. Okay. Mm. So if God didn't open it, it wasn't your door. I get that. Makes total sense. However, I want to read something really quick from Luke eleven. Okay. So G, uh, verses five through. Uh, ten, right? So, and at the beginning of the, at be, at the beginning of chapter eleven, Jesus has just taught his disciples how to pray, mm-hmm. and this is important. I want to <laughs> I want to mention this because this is very important. Come on, full circle because we just talked about this. <laughs> so, um, Jesus is teaching his disciples how to pray. You know, the Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The the, yeah, the Lord's yeah, prayer. Yeah. yeah. So starting in verse 5, it says, Then Jesus said to them, Suppose you have a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine is on a journey, has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, Don't bother me, like, uh, the door is already locked, and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. And Jesus says, I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you bread because of friendship, Yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. 
And it says, so I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Mm. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And the one to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. So which one's correct here? Here's the paradox, right? Like, we aren't to try to open the doors that God has closed in our lives. Mm. But how do we know which doors to knock on? How do we know which doors God has closed and which ones he's waiting for us to knock? I'm going to let I <laughs> hopefully like anybody who's listening to this is kind of like they're going, "Ooh, I don't know." Cuz I don't yeah, know. Hopefully you're thinking with us cuz that's where we're at. Right like, we are. <laughs> yeah. Because that's... Jesus here is he's like if you can if you come to a friend at midnight, right? At uh-huh. your at your lowest point and you consistently knock Right? Not because of your friendship, not because of how much you know that person, but because of your uh, shameless audacity, your consistency, your just insistence and knocking, like, just knocking constantly at that door. Yeah. Right? This friend's like, bro, you are annoying. Like, all right, fine, I'm going to open the door for you. So, how do we know which door to knock on and which door to say, God, you closed that one? I'm not going to knock on that one. (laughs) You know what? I think, because he's not even saying what door you should or should not. I think he just said door. And he just said, like, as, as if you keep knocking on it, because this is the crazy part. Even if God, well, this is kind of tricky. This, this is going to get a little crazy. But it's hard because the scripture doesn't really say closed doors that one. But so, or, or the other scripture I want to talk about is, where where the centron was coming or he sent a messenger to jesus mm-hmm. yeah. telling him about his daughter and he, jesus was gonna go that was the centron knocking you know like like come and jesus was like all right i'm gonna go he was gonna go regardless but he just his faith moved jesus like and he's like just tell him just tell him that he could say the word and she's gonna be healed right so that kind of faith like in a sense like just, it wasn't just Jesus opening the door. It was Jesus like full on like, right. Here's the like door. it happened like, right there. It and happened then. right there and then. So like, I feel with, with what I'm trying to say with that is we have, with it's kind of tricky because if if God closes the door, do you guys think He would reopen it again if we're mm. if we have the faith if to be consistent. if we're consistent? Because mm. that's where I'm I'm leaning to right now. I'm like okay, like if He closes the door. If I'm consistent about it, like would would you open the door again? Like in my faith, but and then it's it's tricky. That's yeah. hard. Yeah, I view it. I view it like this. This is just me. Like I'm gonna just give you like a story. It's not a personal story. It's kind of like a what's the word? Analogy or metaphor? Yeah, analogy. So you have a little kid, and he's coming into. He's out. He's he's been outside. He's playing. Yeah. He's got muddy shoes, muddy boots. Um, you know, mud all over his his shirt, yeah. uh, his pants, you know, he's got all these stains on him, but he's out there playing, having fun, you know, and it's time for him, he wants to go now inside the house, because he wants to go to his bed, but before he gets to the house, the door is closed on him, yeah. and you hear, you better clean up before you get in, like, you better... Take your shoes off, you know, 
You ever experienced that where mm-hmm. you're you so take your shoes off outside? Where you're so like where you're so not sweaty or like if you work hard or you've done like a lot of like yard work or stuff like yeah. that. Before I walk in to my house, I have to take my shoes off yep. and leave them out outside, yep. and then I have to walk yeah, in barefoot. Yep. Exactly, I did it all the time. Yep. I think sometimes when a door closes, it's because we're wearing muddy shoes. Ooh. And we can't, mm. we can't, you can't go we in, can't to... move into that next step because mm. you're gonna stain what's already oh. pure yeah. with your un, with your uncleanliness. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why, like, when your parents say, "Oh, you know, you better leave your shoes outside when you come in," you take off your shirt, take off your little pants. I don't care if you're in your little chonies, <laughs> you know. Right. Like, don't you, get the house dirty. Don't get the house dirty. And that's why sometimes the door is closed on you because maybe we're not, maybe, maybe we're not clean at the time. And I don't mean clean as in like, you got to get yourself righteous and, you know, start living your life 100% clean and all that stuff. I mean, like, when you can recognize that you're dirty, whether it's a jealousy problem or whether it's lust or whether it's, um, you know, like anger or or stuff like that. When yeah. when that happens, it's like okay, maybe I should take take off my shoes before I walk in the house because that's not right to like go in after my mom already cleaned the house. Yeah, <laughs> but no, that's really good, man. Are you? Because you go ahead. Like, no, go man, ahead. You, I got, I got freaking. Yeah. I got something, but go ahead, man. I think no. Well. I think we have to figure out also like what, who opened the door to begin with. Yeah, yep. exactly. Uh, before we even get to the who, like God closing the door, and if God opened the door, obviously it's for a purpose, for mm-hmm, a reason. Mm-hmm. And if you open the door and we go in or we do stuff and then like we leave and then He closed the door again, like it's. We have, yeah, it is because, okay, maybe it was the wrong time or mm-hmm. we have to be, it's not, we're not. You're not ready to take ready. off your, your dirty shoes. Exactly. Um, and God knows that. Yeah, exactly. And that's why when you stand there and you're knocking and God's like, you need to take off your dirty shoes before you enter this this next step, this next house or this, this, this threshold. Yeah. Before you cross over, you need to take off your dirty shoes because this is a clean place. And to be honest, man, I think we're. Go ahead, man. I'm not spit it out, yeah, man. Spit it's, it out. It's bro. not coming. It's your heart. Exactly. Yeah. God will sometimes close the door to your heart because you, He doesn't want you to get your heart dirty. Sometimes there is something that you want to come through, but God says, "I need to shut this door to your heart because that cannot have there, that cannot come into my place." Like God's throne is in our heart, and God says, "I cannot have that here." Because I want to occupy your heart. Yeah. Like, and that's the hardest thing because sometimes God closes the door and we think it's like for us to go through, but sometimes it's God keeping something else out. God, it's sometimes that we think God closes a door. Again, it's, 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 we, we think, oh we think God's closing the door to keep us out, like keep us from going into something, but God is closing a door for, to keep something from coming into us. Yeah. <laughs> I think I said that the best way possible. No, no, you're good, dude. You're good. I just had something else come over me. This. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Okay. Each door that that we, you know, I'm talking physical doors and yeah. you know spiritual doors that we go through. It's not just a door without a knob and a 
and a, and a lock. Obviously, it has a right, lock right. and a knob. We don't open that door. But sometimes when you're knocking on the door and you're trying to put your keys in and you're trying to turn that lock and it's not turning, maybe it's because what's behind that door doesn't require your key. Ugh. Okay? Yeah. Your yep, key yep, is yep. a gift that God gives you. Your key is a gift. Yeah. So whatever your gifts in life are, those are usually where your doors open. Yeah. Now I'm not saying some people have many different gifts and some people have those situations where they they believe that their their key, they have this key and they believe that it'll open this door, but it doesn't. Right. Because the rest of your keys, the rest of your like keychain that you have doesn't match that door. It's not the Do you right understand lock. what I'm saying? Not, yeah, I get it. That like the fruit, the, the 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 not the fruits of the spirit. What am I saying? Like the gifts that you have, God has that lock on there, and when you put your key in and it matches that door, that's what unlocks it. It that doesn't unlock it. It just matches, and God says, "Okay, mm. now ah, now mm. that this key matches." I'm going to open the door, but the screen door is going to stay <laughs> closed. There's a screen door. And you are gonna, yeah. you can see, like some people were given a, a word or something like that. So they kind of know where they're supposed a to be. Vision. Yeah. yeah, they kind of know where they're supposed to be or something. Um, or at least have like the slightest idea. Mm -hmm. And that's what that screen door is. Because like when you look through that, you don't really see what's clearly there. Right. You just know. You, you get an idea. Of what's kind of there but it's that key that spiritual key that like when it matches and your heart is clean god's like all right let's open up yeah man I, uh, what do you gotta say man i'm, gonna, man, I'm gonna because i'm gonna go back to the original question and the description that we read yeah we went pretty far bet, yeah and this the question was how do we know what open what door to open right, yeah. right. which now, one tried to try to which open. one God has closed and which but, ones were to keep knocking and, on and you know what going to the scripture it says that the man he gave an illustration the, he said the man had a friend that was coming by in the middle of the night that tells me that it was un unexpected the man wasn't even expecting this so he went to his neighbor and told him yo like I need food for my friend that's coming over right now. And like the neighbor was probably thinking, like, what is it to me? Yeah, that's not my my that ain't business. my problem, bro. So which it tells me that's God, that's Jesus and God basically in, in that narrative. So what tells me is like it doesn't even matter if it's in God's plan, if this is part of God's plan, like just our relation. Because it said it says that not only his friendship, he's not gonna do it because of his friendship. He's gonna do it because of of because of of, of his willingness. <laughs> So, like, our relationship with God, yeah, there's things that God wants us to do in, in His will. Yeah. But there's sometimes things that, like, come unexpected and we're like, God, this is not really in your will, but we want this. You know, like, we want this mm -hmm. to happen. Mm -hmm. And, like, God, if He sees it as good, like, it, it, it was just coming to have dinner and, like, stay over. There's nothing bad with that, you know? But it was nothing, the neighbor had nothing to do with Him. So, just His willingness, like, brought, put, like, made Him open the door. So, it's like, I think... It's not even the question about, like, how do you know what door? It's the question should be, you know, like, if, if the door is, like, not going to impact your walk with God, and the door seems good, and the door, the door leads to relationship, and, and the door, like, 
you could you you have the 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 you, we should have the comfort and to go up to God and and be like God I'm presenting you this idea yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm, like can you provide for this and I think if we're very willing to because if 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 it's not in His will or if it's gonna be bad for us He's gonna tell us like yo this is why it's bad like you shouldn't you know do it and but if it's like something simple like He's gonna provide even if it's not in His will like. Just the friendship and the relationship, like, and our persistency, like, it's gonna, it's gonna provide. So, it, yeah, go ahead. Going man. off that, Matt, kind of wrap this up. Yeah. So we're almost out of an hour. <laughs> um, I think God just kind of gave me a, a, an answer here. How yeah. do how do we know which door to keep knocking on? Let me take you back here. Verse six. For a friend of mine has come to me on his journey. Yeah. The man was not knocking on the door for himself. He was knocking on the door for his friend. Yeah. So when you, how, this is how you know what door to knock on because it's not going to be for yourself. Ooh, my job. Right there, bro. End it right there. Oh, 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 oh. Because what did, what did Jesus just tell his disciples? When you pray, this is how you should pray. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be. You are praying for your will, God. Yeah. Your will. Your people. Not me. Pray. You pray for yourself last. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, Jesus yeah. is saying this, and then he uses this parable to say, he's asking for a friend. Yeah. Like, because of his persistence to get this friend something, God answered the door. Yeah. God... <laughs> Thank you, Father. I just, yeah, bro. Oh goodness. Um, what is he asking for? For fish? What is he asking for? He says, "Friend, lend me three loaves." Three loaves, bread. For a friend of mine has come to me on his journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he and he will answer from within. It's like I don't want to deal with that, but but because you keep asking, because of his persistence for his friend, not for himself. Mm-hmm. He's like, I need this for my friend. God, I need this for these other people. Like you gotta keep persistently asking God, and not, and not only mm. is the friend blessed, yeah. he gets three loaves. That means now he gets the provision too. Yeah, not just his friend, right? Three loaves mm. implies that there's one for his the the man who comes to the door, the friend, and can then we, a leftover loaf for this family. Can we just drop this mic? Like, I mean, we can. So. <laughs> oh goodness, we will end it there oh though. Cause that's God, that's that was that, just let everybody. <laughs> that just hit me down. like a ton of bricks. If we so, hey, sorry for going off on the tangents, no, guys. Yeah. That it was, was crazy. it was a good discussion though. Like I think this was a good. discussion. That's why I like these uncut. Yeah, just raw, raw because it just no note takes. Right, it lets us like think wrong and then connect and, then, and yeah, yeah exactly and, and correct that's, that's yeah. the correct. and that's the beauty yeah. of it because we this is just showing we don't have the answers for everything we're human man like, like we're sitting here thinking ourselves like yeah and that's the thing when you seek answers seek and you will find, find yeah like god will just download some <laughs> and, and, it, and the, full cra- circle. the crazy part is even through our wrong answers you we're still getting a little bit pieces of the right still answers getting closer and, and closer and closer, closer, and closer yeah. until you just nailed it right now all right well let's, let's we're gonna it. end it there so uh but 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 before we end every single episode we do like to offer a prayer of salvation for anybody yeah. who said hey i'm trying to find god's voice i want to start that relationship with him i want to know knocking. what that's like yeah. i'm gonna keep knocking so uh, the Bible does say that if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, that you will be saved. Yeah. So we're going to lead you guys in this prayer um, together with me. So yeah. let's just uh, we'll Matt, repeat after you. Easy yeah. if you guys want to repeat after me. We're going to say, yeah. Dear God. Dear, Dear God. God. 
I believe, I believe that Jesus is your son. That Jesus is your son. And that he came for me. That he came, came for me. And died for me. And died for me. I believe he rose from the dead. I believe he rose from the dead. And offered me my salvation. And offered me my salvation. Today I begin. Today I begin. My new life. My new life. I will follow you. I will follow you. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. And Father, and Father, come into my heart. Come into my heart. And make me new. Make me new. Amen. Amen. All right. Hey, if you guys just prayed that for the first time, we are celebrating with you as always Welcome we love fam. it we love it we love it this is the best decision you will ever make now is the time to start knocking yes so, start knocking all right hey we hope you guys enjoyed this episode as always uh if you made that decision you want to reach out to us drop us an email at connection.podcast3 at gmail.com or, or hit us in those dms on instagram at connection podcast and again, Matt, thank you so much for joining us again. Like, thank you guys it was for such a good conversation. Yeah. So, all right, everyone, have a wonderful week. Happy Resurrection Week. Happy Resurrection Life. All right, guys. We love you all. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out.